Welcome to episode one of Bar Silence. My name is Jameson, and I'm the host of the show. Today's podcast is going to be a feature episode where we listen to the music from a few games in the Skate or Die series that were released between 1988 and 1990. The original Skate or Die was released by Electronic Arts for a variety of early PC systems that included the Sinclair ZX Spectrum, or ZX Spectrum for those of you who prefer, Commodore 64, and Atari ST. For this episode, though, we're mostly going to focus on the Nintendo Entertainment Systems versions that were ported over by Konami and released under the Ultra Games label. Skater Die was definitely not the first skateboarding game. That honor actually goes to 720, which was released by Atari in 1986 as an arcade game. Around that same time, a game called Skate Rock for the Commodore 64 came out, which was kind of a paperboy type of game. And unlike 720, it didn't really focus on doing tricks. Skater Die was preferred by many because it took its direct inspiration from 720, and it was notable for really capturing the edgier aspects of skate culture. To differentiate itself from the competition, the game gave players the ability to compete in a variety of gameplay modes that all could be selected from a hub-style map. There are two downhill race modes, two ramp focus modes, as well as a jousting mode. You end up competing against some in-game characters with super cool names like Poser Pete, Agro Eddie, and Lester, the son of skate shop owner Rodney who looks a lot like a purple-haired punk rock version of Rodney Dangerfield, which I guess is cool. The soundtrack to the first Skate or Die game, like the others in the series, had its music composed by the legendary British game composer Rob Hubbard. Electronic Arts had recently hired the former Commodore 64 composer, where he became the first person devoted to sound and music for the company. Anyhow, let's get into a few songs. Underneath us now is Skate Shop, and then we're going to listen to Downhill Race, Downhill Jam, 
Ramp Freestyle, and Score for Ramp, and then we'll be back.
The next game in the series, despite not being about skateboarding, was Ski or Die. This game was released in January of 1990, where the Skate or Die formula was applied to winter-themed extreme sports games. Ski or Die was released for the Commodore 64, Amiga, Atari ST, PC via MS-DOS, and the NES. Ski or Die, in defiance of the name of the game, gave players the ability to compete in a variety of snowboarding, tube sledding, and skiing games. The final game mode offered to players was called Snowball Blast, and in this mode you would engage in a first-person snowball fight attempting to defend your fort, which was actually pretty fun. They definitely went for a radical and tubular vibe again, or as the print advertisement at the time said, I'm going to try and say this in my most rad voice. This winter wonderland is crawling with unnatural hazards like punk penguins, chainsaw toting rabbits, and bodacious polar bears. <clears throat> yes, totally bodacious, dudes. Underneath us now is the high scores board theme, and after that we're going to listen to the ski or die main theme, ski shop, snowboard halfpipe, and followed by inner tube trash. Enjoy these totally gnarly tunes, and we'll be back with the next game in the series, Skate or Die 2.
Skater Die 2 The Search for Double Trouble was released in September of 1990 by EA Games, and unlike the previous entries in the series, it was not published by Konami. This was the second and last self-published NES game by EA. They decided to take a different route for this sequel, and they changed the format this time. Instead of a series of competitive mini-game challenges, they instead developed a side-scrolling skateboarding action-adventure game. Our main character is armed with a paintball gun and throwable weapons, and to upgrade your skateboard and learn new tricks in the game, you have to collect CDs, french fries, and tacos as a form of currency. The story for The Search for Double Trouble takes place in the city of Elwood, and our hero, while skateboarding in the street, is distracted by the town's meathead bad guy, Icepick by calling him a poser. This dubious distraction results in our hero running over the mayor's wife's dog. Naturally, at that point, she then convinces her husband to ban skateboarding in your fair city. Your response, of course, is to find her and then shoot her with your paintball gun. Anyhow, the point of this game actually takes you on a continually challenging journey to earn enough money to obtain blueprints to build a ramp called Double Trouble. Upon completing the hero's quest, you unlock a bonus mode in the game where you get to ride Double Trouble. This gives the player three minutes to do tricks. If you manage to exceed 30,000 points, the character will raise their skateboard above their head and say, Way cool, dude. Pretty impressive vocal effects for the time period, all things considered. Underneath us now is the warehouse and sewers theme. We'll follow that with the song Another Beautiful Day, which plays while the story of the mayor's wife's dog is told. And then we're going to play Sidewalk Shredding, Mall Rat, Secret Bonus Track, and Ramp. And then we'll be back after that.
that's it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the first formal episode of Bar Silence. You can find Bar Silence on Twitter at BarSilenceVGM. That's where we'll be posting photos, episode releases, and various information about the games featured in today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends and give us a rating and review. For pretty much the same reasons as every other podcast you've ever listened to, it'll greatly help us out. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and more. So to play us out, enjoy It's Finally Done by Rob Hubbard. I'll see you next time, dudes.